Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Lord, we just come before you as we begin this brand new Life Journal Sunday for 2024. We pray that you would convict our hearts, not condemn that there would be a a spurring on of wanting to make some altercations, some changes, and we would give you praise and the glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. You know, a lot of times you go into a Life Journal Sunday and you're going to talk about doing this journal thing, and it comes across sometimes as condemning, as, as nitpicking and all this kind of stuff. And the truth of the matter is, is maybe we should start off with what's going right. What's going right in your spiritual walk with God? Why don't you think about that? Maybe write that down sometime and ask yourself, what am I doing right? And you might be surprised. There's a whole lot more going right than you were giving yourself credit for. And then after you've done what's going right and God shows you about what's going right, then ask the question, hey, what's missing? Why? Because we want to add some few things to what's going right to make it even better. Matter of fact, starting next week, we're starting a new sermon series called Better. So I want us to start off with that. The idea of what's going right. Now, his name is Benjamin Franklin, and you might know him. He's one of our you know, forefathers of our nation. And he was an ambassador to France. And in Paris, he would often converse with the members of, check this out, the Infidels Club. And you're like, what? Now, this was a group of philosophers who literally disdained the Bible. And there were intellectuals who spent much of their time searching for and discussing masterpieces of, of antiquity, of literature of the past. And for amusement, Benjamin, he, Benjamin Franklin was a bit of a, he was a bit of a prankster. And so for his own, his own benefit, his own amusement, he, he asked all the guys, because they were always looking for new literature to read, and he says, I, I have found some old antiquity piece I would love for you guys to hear about. They go, oh, we would love it, please read. And so he grabs it, and he begins to read the book of Ruth, but takes out all the names and put in new names, takes out all the locations, gives new locations, changes it up, except for the story itself. And when he was done reading the book of Ruth to them, they were amazed, and and they said, we've never heard such a thing. It's one of the most touching stories we have ever heard. You must tell us where you have found it. Now, being a prankster, can you imagine that mischievous face on him at this point? Like, oh man, I got him good. And he did. He did get him good. And he finally told them, the story I read to you is the book of Ruth out of the Old Testament. And they were just dumbfounded. See, only a fool determines something to be wrong on that which they really know nothing about. Clearly, the members of the Infidels Club were not Bible readers. 
You know, there have been multiple Bible surveys that have revealed that there's a problem in America. They show that there's around 82% of Americans believe that the phrase, God helps those who help themselves, is an actual verse in the Bible. Surprise, it's not. You know, the Barna poll indicated that at least 12% of adults actually believe that Joan of Arc is actually Noah's wife. One of the great keys to a truly successful faith in God is to actually be a Bible reader. And the other one is to pray daily. And I get it. I get it. We live in a fast-paced world and the demands on us are overwhelming at times. And with so many demands upon us, sometimes we often feel an obligation to forfeit something so we can get it all done. And I don't know why, but we feel more times than not, I'm going to forfeit my Bible reading, my daily devotion, my time with God, hearing God, praying, I'm going to forfeit that so I can get all of this to-do list done. Anybody? Yet our churches, our leaders, our nation are becoming more and more biblically illiterate and immoral day by day. Folks, spending time with God in His Word is not a time issue. It's a heart issue. Life Journal Sunday is about providing the tools necessary for people to engage and to navigate the Scriptures and to see transformation actually take place in our own lives. It is our hope that today we would, that you would determine, that I would determine to make time with God, a core value of the highest order. And if you already are active in doing devotions with the Lord, then your challenge is to go deeper. Maybe you're faithful in reading the Bible. That's great. Now, can you life journal once a week? Maybe you're life journaling once or twice a week. That's great. How about going three to four? How about going five to five to seven? Well, I do all that. Well, that's great. How about opening up a small group at your house or at a coffee shop where you can gather with a few folks and you can mentor and train them and you guys could all share your life journals together? Well, I've been doing it. Well, that's great. How about you now training and mentoring another facilitator to do what you do? Do you all realize there's a step for everybody? There's something for us to grow in. So I've asked a, a few guys to come up and just share quickly why Life Journal is important to them and how it's impacted their life. So I'm going to ask Roger, Dave, and Ryan to hop on up here. And, and you guys have got a, just a couple of minutes to kind of share a few things if you don't mind. And many of you guys all know we have Life Journal Monday on Monday nights. And there's a whole group of us around a table, and sometimes there's two tables. And 
it's just fun because we've got people who have been reading the Word of God their whole life and, and somebody who's been a mentor to anybody and everybody that will meet them at 5 o'clock in the morning at, at whatever restaurant. Dave's been incredible as a men's ministry leader to pour into the, the lives of, of men and young men. Faithful for that. And we've got somebody who's he's been all over this thing and with the Lord and God has just really this past year done a massive transformation, and, and I, I just love seeing it. So, Ryan, would you share a few things about what God's put on your heart? My Bible reading uh, before the men's group in the Life Journal, it was, it was very minimal. Um, like you, do you guys remember just flipping through your Bibles and just picking a, a verse out? I can remember spinning a globe when I was younger, and where I wanted to go vacation and hit that, that, that was the gist of my Bible reading, but until I started, I think there's a difference between reading and studying, and uh, that's what the Life Journal's done for me, is I actually study the Bible now, instead of just reading it, understanding verses, it's not only impacted my life, my family's life, um, Nicole's and Bella's, never had before a, a young girl come up to me and say, hey, I want to, let's read the Bible tonight, or, uh, but even reading, even reading on my own, uh, there's nothing better than getting with my wife and uh, that that's the true joy when when we read together um, that's something we're going to commit to this year we just talked about that so um, that's what we commit to but I ask you all to take this and actually I want my life journal now that's how much it means to me and hopefully it does the same for you this year praise God thank you Ryan. Well, the Lord knew that we were going to be short on time. I made a big list of all the transformations that the Lord has done in my life. And this morning, I heard the voice of God tell me just one thing, Dave. And this is it. My relationship. This is my 16th year. 2024 is my 16th year of starting the Life Journal. And I'm going to tell you, this is the biggest nugget for me, is my relationship with God was wow. personal. I know His voice. Okay, if you don't know his voice, seek him, and you will find him, and you will know him, because you're spending time in his word and in prayer. And he gave me the 10th chapter of John, and it talked about the shepherd. If you want to know God's voice, seek him through his word regularly. Don't just do it on Sunday. You know, I think pastors talked about it over the years. Be a self-feeder, right? Live the transformed life that Paul talks about. In chapter 12, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. No longer be conformed to the patterns of the world, right? But be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen. You know, you all came down and you drew a circle. And my suggestion is, and I did this uh, last Friday morning, I drew it on the back of a business card and I put it in my iPhone. And every time I pull my iPhone out, there's my circle. I would suggest that you do that and you carry it with you because there's going to be times you're going to go, put it on the back of an envelope. Put it on your business card. I don't care. But every time you pull it out, you're going to say, wow, I put things on here that I want in 24. I'm going to pray for them right now. I'm going to make it fast. I'll talk as quick as I can. My title is A Journal About Journaling. Scripture. Why do we read God's Word daily? In 1 Timothy, it says, All scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. How do we read God's word? 
Do we read the scripture so we can say we read God's word? Or do we read it with intentional purpose? To sharpen our knowledge and wisdom so we are prepared to share with others, we feel it is important to follow a reading plan, and the plan that River Rock Fellowship uses is a journal that you will get this morning. At the bottom of each page, how will I be, be different, different today, today because, because of what, what I have just read. read? My application, when do we read and journal the Bible portion for that day? Vilma and I try each morning with a, try each morning with a cup of coffee to read together and take notes on what the scripture for the day says to us. I am a strong advocate of River Rock Fellowship's journaling on Monday evening at 6.30. With that in mind, I take the notes that I have written earlier and, with God's help, write a journal to share with the journaling cohorts. What is amazing is so often there is a theme that runs throughout the group sharing that is just what we all needed for our lives that day. Monday night is a special time for for me personally, I can have a day of frustration and turmoil, and my evening with God's crew, I go home relaxed and ready for tomorrow. If you are not journaling with us on Monday night, we would love to have you join us and join yeah. and share the joy of being in God's Word together. My prayer, God, is that Riverbank Fellowship will never stray from your Word as we have shared, as we Amen. share it with all those who come in contact with. They will know the truth of the Word and want what we have. Amen. Amen. Thank you, men. You know, for time's sake, I'm not going to be able to go over everything, but a lot of times what happens is I talk about life journal, and there's a question that comes to mind, and that is, why is reading the Bible so important? It's, it's just a great question to ask. I mean, it's just common sense. Why would reading a work of antiquity that's thousands of years old, how is it relevant for today? I mean, with all the computers and technology and, and all the stuff that is so dramatically different than way back when. Well, let me ask you a question. If there were to be some 400 great leaders and average people put together and condense that all of their life and how they live their life, the good, the bad, the ugly, no alterations, and how they serve God and how God used them, and even all the villains as well were put in there, and how they chose wrong and why they came up short. And you were to put all that into one volume, literally 66 books put into one volume. Well, you would have the wisdom of the ages. I mean, a bunch of you folks in here, God bless you, but you're old. But I'm going to be honest with you. You're not as old as the Word of God. You don't have thousands of years of understanding and the prophetic and the miracles and the healings and the wonders and all those signs. That is not capable to be inside just 100 years of living. It's thousands of years of living. All the way back from Adam and Eve and how they blew it. Now, what would happen if you spent every day reading that? What would happen to you? Do you know your core values would change? Do you know the way you would see family and friends and neighbors and strangers? You would begin to see them through the lens of the Father's eyes? How many know you wouldn't have fought with Him or her if you had seen them the way the Father sees them? Oh, that hurt me right there. 
But the more you spend time in His Word on your knees praying, the more you do that, all of a sudden, your heart changes. You see it all through 66 books of the Bible. You begin to think. You begin to act. You begin to have a heart and an attitude that resembles the King. I don't know about you. Why wouldn't you? I think it's a pretty reasonable answer of why it's so important. In 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, all Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. What's he trying to say? You need that contrast in life. Do you know that there's a, there are times in life where we look back or we look at different cultures and we think, they think you know, sacrificing 20,000 people on the altar here for the Aztecas is a good thing. For, what? Sacrificing children and, and people? And they're going, yeah, it's a good thing. Well, how about if we have the Word of God that is able to tell us what is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives and correct us when we are wrong and teach us to do what is right. We won't be susceptible to things that are just completely opposite the kingdom of God. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. I'm going to kind of explain this life journal to you real quick. It's, it's an incredible thing. Uh, his name is Dr. Wayne Cadero, a friend of mine. And he created this many, many decades ago. And he came up with an acrostic called SOAP, S-O-A-P. And S stands for Scripture, O is for observation, A is application, P is prayer. So as Roger was reading to you, he was reading a journal entry using the acrostic SOAP, Scripture, Observation, Application, Prayer. And so what's neat about it, you will go in into the prayer journal and you will find that there is a, in the first few pages, a reading plan. Now, there, all you have to do is find the month and the day and you know what to read. And once you've read it, you just check it off in the little box. Now, some people like to use technology and you go to a place called, and if you want to write it down, uversion.com. I'll say it again, uversion.com, like YouTube, Y-O-U, version, V-E-R-S-I-O-N.com. And all you do there is search for uh, reading plans, and they'll show you Life Journal. And once you click on that, you now have access to whatever different Bible version you want to read out of, and it will automatically go, you just pick the date, and it automatically goes to the reading for that day. And then if you pick the right, Bert, like a NIV or NLT, it will read it out loud to you. If you need help on doing that, let us know. We'll show you how to do it. And what's great about having it read out to you, you know all those weird names in the Bible? They get to pronounce it so you know how to, how to say it yourself. All right? So that's, that's what's really good about that. So... I like what it says in Ephesians 5.26, to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's Word. And I just kind of like to tie that into soap. But here's a, a few key things about daily devotions. This technique is designed to be done for a lifetime. Okay, so 
We're not here saying you have to do this so much so that you run like crazy fast and then you just plop over and you're done. You can't do it anymore. This needs to be stackable. Start small and then after a very long period of time, increase. And then after a long period of time, increase. Then what happens, it's a lifetime discipline and not just, well... I started in January and I ended up giving up in February 1. No fun. But I would suggest start slow. For some people, all you could do is just do the Bible reading. There's two Bible re- re- uh, versions and you um, version. One is the normal, which is reading the Old Testament once and the New Testament twice. And the other one is like less than half of that kind of Bible reading. And the other thing is some of you, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you can actually listen twice as fast as you speak. And there is a speed reader dial, and I actually increase it to about double time, and I can go through all of that scripture in that amount of time. And if the Lord convicts me, then I go to slow. <laughs> and I could go to three quarters of time or you know, uh, less than one, one, one speed. But here's the thing. It's the prayer behind this. That makes a difference. And you'll see a change in your life. I'll guarantee it. These men are a demonstration of that. There's other people in this room who are a demonstration of that. My wife's a demonstration of that. So I encourage you. I double-dog dare you. Try this and see what happens. I know there's people that say, I don't like reading. Well, that's just not really a good excuse, is it? It's time to stop giving, again, the lies of the enemy. If we want to go forward, we have to stop doing what we used to do and do something different for God to do something new and transformative in our lives. Amen? Well, Father, I pray blessing on Your people today. I thank You for Your goodness and Your grace and, Lord, for this miraculous tool of life journaling, of SOAP. I pray, Lord, we would be convicted, not condemned. And we would start where we know we will be successful. And then stackable. Add something new as, as you give us the energy and, and the opportunity to. Lord, we thank you for what you do and what you did at the altar today. What you're doing in your church. We give this whole year over to you. We pray blessing on your people. And I pray, Father, you would use them in a mighty way. Just like Abraham and Sarah, you're not done with us yet. And so, Lord, I pray your will, your way, in Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today? Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.